0: I'm Amber Peterson, and you're listening to Mamas & Money, Episode 49, 401Ks, IRAs, Mutual Funds with Patty Handy. Did you know that creating confidence with your money will change your life? My name is Amber Peterson. I'm a mother, licensed financial professional, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you're ready, let's take this journey together. Hello everyone and welcome to Mamas and Money. We are so thrilled to have you here today. Today is going to be awesome. We have the amazing Patty Handy again with us and we're going to be able to go over some additional savings and investment strategies that you may want to consider to see if they're going to work for you and benefit you towards your dreams and goals. So, welcome Patty. I'm so excited that
1: you're here today. Hi Amber. Thank you for having me again. It's uh it's a pleasure and I appreciate you uh you calling me up again. I appreciate that.
0: Absolutely. And I just love your advice. And I'm so excited for our conversation and going over some other additional savings vehicles. So we'll kind of get right into it today. I'm sure our listeners are curious about what's available to them and maybe just getting some overviews of different things that they could go into. Because I know when we go search on the internet, It can be overwhelming. There's going to be lots of advice. There's going to be lots of information out there. And they may just want to know, okay, what exactly is the ins and outs of an IRA? What are the ins and outs of stocks so they can decide if that's right for them?
1: Sure. I think it's a great conversation. And you're right. The online world is very noisy, it's very confusing. It can be overwhelming. It's like being fire hosed. And (laughs) a lot of times, what I have found, some of the information isn't necessarily accurate. There's a lot of contradiction. And then I also find that when you go to a place to get a definition of something, the definition is very complicated. It's like, okay, I still don't know what that means. (laughs) So talk to me in in simple language. So I like to just simplify, simplify, keep it, keep it easy.
0: I love that. Yeah. We need that (laughs) for sure. in the financial industry, I think more often than not, when I speak to clients, they're like, it just doesn't make sense. Can you explain it to me in terms that i can understand. Yes, I, no fancy there's lingo. A lot of jargon.
1: <laughs> yes, no fancy lingo, exactly.
0: Awesome, hun. Well, let's go ahead and get started maybe with something that tends to be pretty common that employers offer which are 401k's. So, what exactly is a 401k?
1: It is a an amazing vehicle to use to save money automatically, which is the beautiful part about it, because it gets taken from your check automatically, and you don't see it, you don't feel it, you don't you don't uh, <laughs> you don't get to spend it um, until later in life, and it's a it's a great vehicle to um, really capitalize on the opportunity for possible free money as well. If a company does a, a match, um, oftentimes companies do matches. So if you put, you know, five percent, they might match you up to three percent or whatever it is that they have in their company. So you absolutely positively want to fund it at least to the match because you have to put that amount in to get that match. And that is just free money from your, from your company. Um, ideally, in a perfect world, you're putting away 10 to 15%, which would be great. And you'd be surprised at how that grows and compounds over time. And if you do, I mean, there's a million online calculators. You could compound interest calculators. You can say, okay, well, if I put... $1,000 a month into my 401k, where am I going to be at 65 at you know 8% a year or whatever? It will pop out the number and I can guarantee you, you will be surprised and, and yes. pleasantly surprised. So um, within the 401k, oftentimes the companies have um, a Roth version. So you can do a... Um, a Roth or a traditional 401k. So a traditional 401k, you get the benefit today, you get the benefit upfront, with regards to um, that being deducted, so you're not taxed on it today. So that is Mm -hmm. a good thing. The the not so good thing is that when you go to take it out later in life, when you retire, and you pull those monies out, it's considered ordinary income. So it's taxable Mm -hmm. at that time. And oftentimes, we think, well, I'm going to be in a lower tax bracket, when I retire, and that's why people, you know, sort of have that mentality. But we don't know that for sure, right? Mm-hmm. Tax rates are going up, tax rates are changes, mm-hmm. are changing. And you might be doing something on the side that maybe makes you more money. So you don't know what your tax bracket's yeah. going to be later. So um, the advantage again, today's, you know, Uh, instant gratification versus delayed gratification. (laughs) So the 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 traditional 401k is your is your today benefit Um, and then it's invested in a bunch of different funds. You get to decide which funds to put it in. Um, A lot of times the 401ks within companies have what's called target date funds. So if you are retiring in the year 2060, um, you just say target date 2060 and it'll automatically diversify your portfolio for you. It'll have a certain amount in stocks and and or mutual funds and, and fixed income which your bonds. Um, and then it'll change automatically as time progresses. So the nice thing is you don't have to worry about rebalancing your portfolio. You're just, it's like, okay, great. You you take care of it for me, and that's wonderful. Um, and they have enough choices for you to, you know, be diversified, which is which is great. The the Roth version is much like a Roth you know, regular IRA in that it um, is, um, tax on it today, there's no benefit today. However, that money is growing tax-free and it's taken out tax-free. So when you go to retire, you're not claiming it as ordinary income. That is just income for you to take and run with. And there's no RMDs on the raw. So an RMD is a required minimum distribution. And um, as of the recording of this date, I was just bumped to, say, age 73. So at age 73, you are required to take money out of your IRA. The government says, OK, it's time to give us our money back, pull money mm-hmm. out. Um, and there is no no RMD for 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 the Roth. So I kind of want to find a few different tangents there, but it's kind of wrapped into that 401k piece. Um, and if you have the opportunity to do a Roth within a 401k, um, I, I love those. I mean, those are just that's a beautiful thing it's going to save you taxes over the long run.
0: Yeah. And I think especially too, when we look at taxes, we know what they are today. So if you're going into something like a Roth, then you know exactly what the taxes will be because you know your income tax bracket for that year. But just like you said, you know, later on down the road, let's say in 30 plus years until you want to use those funds for retirement, we just don't know what the taxes will be. So it's it could be more than what we're doing now. We just don't know. Um, right. And so it's, it also brings, or at least to look at that and say, okay, which do I prefer? Do I prefer knowing what I'm paying now in taxes or do we want to just wait and see <laughs> what taxes are in the future?
1: Right. Right. And it's going to be very individual as well. There isn't a blanket, oh, you should absolutely do a Roth 401k or absolutely mm-hmm. do a, a traditional 401k because you know, if you're making Uh, We have some clients uh, when I was a financial advisor, we had some clients who were making four or $500,000 a year Mm -hmm. and the tax advantage today of taking a traditional IRA or a traditional 401k made more sense for them than, than to wait because their income would drop considerably because they weren't going to be in this like doctors who are making half a million a year or whatever. Um, So it's going to be very personal and it's definitely a conversation you want to have with your CPA and, or your advisor to make sure that you make that right choice.
0: Absolutely. And that's why I love going over these because is we're I love that we're giving more of a simplified version of it, but then you can really see how that's going to work. It may be in a portfolio, you know, for our listeners out there where they might say, hey, that might be a combination I want to look into mm-hmm. um, for what's going on in my life. But yeah, just like you said, definitely talk to your advisor and CPA, making sure that that's working in your favor uh, going forward in the plan that you choose. And I, just a couple of points that you made too about the 401k, it takes a little bit more initial setup, usually with your company, but then when it's in place, like you said, there's a lot of different factors there that can be taken care of. So there are not as much maintenance going forward, which makes those very nice. <laughs> you can set them up and just kind of let them go.
1: <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And it's it's a beautiful thing. And if you end up leaving your employer, you can take that out and just roll it into um, another 401k, another company that you go to or into Mm -hmm. an IRA at, you know, wherever you uh, have your investments. So it isn't like you're stuck with that place.
0: Exactly. And we'll get into IRAs. I think that's like a perfect segment (laughs) to go into (laughs) IRAs. But I did want to also just things to consider here as well, is that because you're invested into the market in a 401k or even a Roth um, plan that it is subject to the market ups and downs. And so that's something just to be aware of going forward.
1: Absolutely. It's going to be volatile. That's just the nature of the beast. And that is why it's in a retirement account. And and depending upon the number of years that you have to retirement, and also depending upon your risk tolerance, depending upon cash flow needs, I mean, all the variables that go into your decision um, have to be factored in. And that's why those target date funds sort of work because if you're, you know, retiring and you know. At this recording of 2023, if you're you know going to retire in 2025, you're not going to be much in the stock market necessarily um, if you're going to be pulling from those funds. If you need that right. portfolio mm-hmm. to live off of cash flow wise, then you need it to be more in a conservative fixed income or bond or money market type account. Um, you don't want to be invested in the market if you need those funds, you know, seven to 10 years out and far further. That's not the place to be. And that's a general rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. Um, just for your regular brokerage account, you you absolutely don't want to be in the market um, if you need those those funds less than you know seven years because of that volatility. The last thing you want is to have to have you know the need to pull those monies and the market happens to be down. That's like the, the worst thing that happened. Yeah,
0: and I think that's something we you probably saw as you were advising clients that sometimes when the market would go down, um, that was really at a disadvantage for them if they needed those funds maybe in their retirement years.
1: Yeah, yeah, we, we usually, I mean, what we, our, our focus was, was um, diversifying the portfolio such that they had, if they were at retirement, so that they had seven years worth of assets in that conservative bucket. So we didn't touch the market money. We didn't touch the money that was in the market. So they didn't have to pull from that. We, we would always manage it depending upon their needs so that if they needed to pull from that, it would be from the bond fund and the mm. bond, the, the bond bucket, if you will.
0: Yeah, that's, that's awesome. So now let's get into the IRA. <laughs> so how does that differ from a 401k?
1: So an IRA is very similar to a 401k. There's no automatic, you know, investment that you do like a 401k where it's pulled every, every month you are, um, you know, limited to, uh, uh, and it's going to change every year. So I won't necessarily say the dollar amount this year, but it, you know, you are limited to how much you can invest every year, Mm -hmm. um, to fully fund your, your IRA same for the, for the Roth. Um, and it's just a great way for you to, you know, again, take advantage of a deduction today. So if you, you know, put $7,000 into your IRA for, for this year, you get to have that as a deduction for your taxes this year. Um, if you, Put it into a Roth; you don't get that deduction. Very similar to the four hundred one k, where it's it's growing tax deferred. A regular IRA is growing tax deferred, and then when you go to pull it out, it's ordinary income. Mm. And then again, a regular IRA is subject to the RMDs, which is that again required minimum distribution. Um, and again, that's going to be changing. It just changed; it was seventy two, now it's seventy three, and I hear it's going to go to seventy five in a couple of years. So. Who knows when you're listening to this recording? <laughs> um, but talk to your CPA and say, you know, when do I need to take, take like my RMD? And they'll, they'll know.
0: Yes. And, you know, that's something I think too, sometimes if we don't take the time to learn that it can come as quite a shock when we're older and we're, we're expecting this income to come in to be used for, you know, bills or the lifestyle that we have and not realizing that there are those required minimum distributions. So yeah, definitely just make sure that that's something, especially if you're saving your money in these areas or investing to just make sure of, make sure what the rules are for you in RMDs.
1: Yeah, and then another side note, um, and this came up a lot when I was an advisor, if you're taking an RMD, if you have a sizable portfolio, and you're taking an RMD, um, you've got to watch your Medicare threshold. Mm. Because if your income goes too high, and you're bumped into the next Medicare threshold, you now have this higher premium every month. And so that can be a costly situation. And that's why a good advisor will start planning years in advance to minimize the RMD, um, do Roth conversions, perhaps, and put that money into Roths so that you aren't paying that higher Medicare threshold. And there's software uh, programs that most advisors have where they can kind of play with those scenarios mm-hmm. and determine, you know, where you are, because if you've got very large RMDs, Um, And I've seen six-figure RMDs, you know, in my years where you're now bumped into this, you know, different threshold, it can be, it can be expensive. So just, again, be mindful of um, what that looks like.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. Um, And then, you know, as your advisors or those that you're working with look into that, then you can start pre-planning some of that going ahead. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And that planning
1: starts years before you retire, like many Mm -hmm. years.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. So I would, I guess, put it in a, a ad, if you will, <laughs> to just make sure you find someone that you trust as far as a CPA and an advisor that has your interests at heart, knows your goals, knows what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, what your lifestyle is, what things you would love to do in retirement so that you can make that part of the planning process
1: absolutely you wow. and 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 don't be shy about asking questions if you mm-hmm. don't understand something if they're talking in a particular jargon or lingo or <laughs> trying to explain something and you don't understand it be comfortable saying you know what i'm sorry say it again and make it mm-hmm. simpler because i don't understand what you just said don't don't be shy and if you don't understand it and they're not willing to take that time and go through it with you you need to reconsider who you're working with
0: Absolutely. And I think sometimes we feel like when we make a choice on an advisor or, or anyone to help us with our money, we might feel like we're stuck. Like this is the only person that I can work with now, but it's kind of like choosing a doctor. If that particular doctor doesn't work for you, then you have
1: mm-hmm. absolute
0: permission to go and find the one that does? And absolutely, we encourage you to do that because yes. you want to find someone that you want to work with on a long-term basis.
1: Yes, absolutely. And you make a great example of of a doctor or a dentist or anyone like that, it's mm-hmm. like, this is your body, this is your money. Yeah. These are your this this is yours. and and yes, these individuals are you know, working in your best interests and whatnot. But you know, nobody cares more about your physical body than you., yes. And no one cares more about your money than you, right? So it's up to you to make sure that you are completely comfortable with understanding what's happening and mm-hmm. and don't be don't be shy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Don't be shy. (laughs) shy. Make it a priority. Right. And I think sometimes money can be one of those things where we're like, oh, we set it up. We don't want to think about it again. But if we did that similar with our bodies, then they would tend to not function as well as we would like them to. So definitely doing kind of those checkups, making sure that it's working in your favor, at least on an annual basis is going to just keep them healthy going forward.
1: Absolutely. hundred percent.
0: Yeah, oh, wonderful, hon. Okay, so and IRAs are also subject, once again, to the market going up and down. And it's that instant gratification. <laughs> and then those taxes do come later. And they have to be more, I wouldn't say self-managed, but it's not automatic, like you said, for a 401k. It's something you have to pay a little bit more attention to or at least connect with those that are running or that are running those IRAs for you, um, the particular company. So
1: Yes, exactly. And I also think that if you're working with an advisor, um, and, a, and a good CPA, they will, um, they, they should remind you every year, hey, did you mm-hmm. fund your IRA this year? Did you? F-? Well, if you're having an advisor, they're managing that. So they're going to say, let's fund your IRA. But if you're not working with an advisor, your mm-hmm. CPA should say, hey, are you know, did you fund your IRA this year or your Roth? Um, but it's good to have your own, you know, I mean, it's, it's your money, you've got to be responsible for that. So yeah. Yeah, just make sure that you do fund that um, every year. And if you can't fund it fully, fund it partially. You know, if yeah. you've got an extra 3000 you know go towards it, then fine. Then just do what you can.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some is better than none. <laughs>
1: exactly. exactly. I think
0: sometimes in our brains, we think, well, we have to fully fund for it to make an impact. And then sometimes if we can't fully fund, then we just don't do anything. because we don't think it's going to make that big a difference, but just even a little bit compounded over time can Mm -hmm. make a big difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful, hun. So let's go into our next area here of mutual funds. So if someone comes and says, well, what is a mutual fund? How does that work for savings? Um, Tell us a little bit more about that.
1: So I have a great, um, metaphor analogy i'm not sure what what the word is but um i i can't take credit for this i actually heard this from another friend of mine who was an advisor we were doing a speaking thing together and she used this i'm like i'm gonna steal that from you she's like go ahead (laughs) so i'm stealing it from her um so a mutual fund is like walking into um a C's candy shop right my my favorite place and um (laughs) Get, getting a box of nuts and shoes, right? Mm-hmm. So you walk in and I love the two pounder because why not? And the, uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't you? And, uh, you know, within this box is, you know there's different nuggets and caramels and just all the different, you know selection within within this box. So a mutual fund is much like that. So within this mutual fund you have all these different companies that are within this um, sector, if you will. So there's there's thousands of mutual funds to choose from there's countless sectors. I mean you know you can if you like like you know uh, hospitality, if you like financials, if you like energy, if you like um I mean, just it's the gambit, technology, I mean, it's, I can you know healthcare, I can go on and on. And if you like those industries, then you can buy into that particular mutual fund. <clears throat> excuse me, where they mm-hmm. invest in various companies within that, you know, if it's healthcare, then they invest in healthcare companies. So, or you can do s p S&P 500, where it's kind of a sprinkle mm-hmm. of, you know, 500 companies. You can, there's a, the Russell 2000, where it's 2000. So there's many funds that you can choose from, um, which just gives you more diversification without you having to decide of, okay, which individual stock mm-hmm. do I have to pick? The, these companies are, are managed. Uh, the mutual funds are managed. They're actively managed by portfolio managers, and they're the ones that are Doing the analysis of the companies, and they're the ones coming in and out, you know selling out and buying into the various um, companies. So you don't need to necessarily worry about those details. Um, so you know the mutual fund can be within a brokerage account, which is a taxable type of account. Um, it could be within a retirement account. It's just a you know it's a it's a tool, if you will, within mm-hmm. these you know different accounts. So um, it's a great way for you to stay very diversified. And not having to worry about managing that.
0: Yeah. And a couple of things, I guess, with this and the IRA, um, someone might say, okay, well, how do I even open one of these? Where do I go to get one? How do I even make that happen? And I know we've mentioned uh, an advisor, you know, of course, that could help set that up for you. But for somebody that maybe is very new to this, and this is all Mm -hmm. new information, where could they go even to open one of these type of accounts?
1: There's many firms out there. Um, you know, some of the bigger ones are Vanguard and Fidelity and Schwab. Um, they, you know, there's countless others. Fidelity, Vanguard, and Schwab are are more more known for their, um, particularly Fidelity and Vanguard are more known for their like no load funds, meaning there's no um, fees, commi- you know, there's no charges, there's no mm-hmm. commissions to purchase into these funds. They're very low expense ratios. Um, each one of those companies have again thousands of funds to choose from so it is overwhelming if you go onto their website it's like okay i'm looking (laughs) at a thousand funds where do i even begin right yeah um and uh so it's important to decide um what your timeline is to retirement how much money can you really put into a fund how diversified you know, should you be with regards to being in the equities, you know, stock market versus again, fixed income or bonds, or just having some in mm-hmm. the money market. And again, it's very personal. So I can't, there's no blanket answer here. Right. But um, you can go on to, again, Fidelity, Vanguard, Schwab, their sites are usually relatively friendly. They have training videos, you can learn all about different funds there. Um, and then you can just like pop into a fund, like go into the S&P 500 fund, and then look at the expense ratio. And it's right there, it'll tell you, you know, expense ratio. Um, and then it will tell you, you know, here's the portfolio returns over one, three, five, ten 10 year, you know, give you the history of the performance. And you can see, okay, well, this has done really well, or no, this, this fund has sucked. I'm not going to go with that fund or whatever. So um, you, you can do your own analysis. And there is a little bit of a learning curve with that, of course, but it's not as um, complex as you might think. It's just that, okay, once you learn the mechanics and what she learned to you know what to look for then it's like oh okay i got this this is this this is good i you know now i get it um i think a lot of people are just so overwhelmed with i don't even know where to begin Mm -hmm. so they don't even start but um it's it's really something that is easily learned if you just take the time like anything you know if you want to learn a foreign language you just need time right it's just what it is
0: yeah, and there's always individuals out there that want to help explain as well, whether it's financial coaches <laughs> like us, or if it's licensed financial professionals, um, if it's also financial advisors, you know, they can help explain those things, even if you go onto those different websites and things, and you, it may not make sense, ask, mm-hmm. and they, they will help explain that to you as well. So it's something that you can decide if it's going to work for you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think you have to find somebody that you like you said earlier, you know, you trust Mm -hmm. um, and just know that they've got your back and have them walk through that with you. I mean, with the beautiful zoom we have today, you can jump on share a screen and do that analysis together if they're in Mm -hmm. two different, you know, two different states, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, thank goodness, right? Yeah, (laughs) I was gonna say there are some benefits from COVID (laughs) and that we learned how to connect in different ways. And yeah, now we can reach not only nationally, but internationally as well, just by zoom, which is fantastic.
1: Yes, that's how I met you, Amber. So it's all all good. good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay. And before we let you go,
1: Patty, where can people find you to work more with you? Well, thank you, Amber. Um, my main website is pattyhandy.com. So it's my name, P-A-T-T-I-H-A-N-D-Y. And you'll want to click on the Minding Her Money tab. Minding Her Money is my program. It is a um, nine-module course. Two of the modules are all about what we talked about today, investing, and there's some tax strategies in there. But it also incorporates uh, like your credit and buying a home on your own and your money mm. story and self-care, and, um, and getting organized in life, and your retirement, and your legacy, and so it's a very comprehensive program. Um, it's a digital online course, which also includes some group coaching, and an option for one-on-one coaching. So a few different packages. But that Minding Her Money tab on my main website will take you to a page where you can uh, basically um, download some goodies, and then book a call with me, and I can learn more about your situation, determine if it makes sense to, uh, you know, go further. Um, and then, uh, again, feel free to ask me any questions. I'm, I'm here to help.
0: Absolutely. So definitely reach out. Your program is awesome. And I know it's going to help so, so many women out there and just get more of a comprehensive view of their money. So definitely reach out to Patty to learn more. Thanks, Amber. You are already working hard for your money. Imagine your money working hard for you. Imagine the freedom you'll have from not worrying constantly about your finances, enjoying the decisions you make with your money, and finally taking control of where your money goes instead of wondering where it went at the end of every month. I know this is possible for you, and I want to help you make that happen. Head on over to amberpetersoncoaching.net forward slash courses, where we will work together to help you create a life that you love with your money. Also, if you're finding this podcast to be helpful, please subscribe. That way you will never miss an episode to help you create confidence with your money. Have a beautiful week.